Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to another exciting episode of I'm Glad I Got My Girl. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you know, just trying to give the people a little variety. That's all. <laughs> right? I was trying to simulate um, that light show from Saturday night. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh that thing had me from beginning to end. I mean, I'm, I'm just amazed that I was able to make it because uh, they were playing with me and my time. I'm sitting here like perched, ready at 1130 with my wine. And then come, I see a whole bunch of people running on a football field. First thing I thought was COVID, uh, number one. <laughs> And then number two, I'm like, where's SNL? So yeah, I'm like, I had to wait 30 plus extra minutes. I'm like, yeah, this oh, isn't gonna work. No, Dr. Reese is talking about when um, Biden and Kamala were- uh, Yeah, when oh, they came yeah, from Delaware. Yeah, when they spoke, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was pretty amazing. I said, oh, they must've got the people from Stone Mountain to us. <laughs> I was like, look at them, they fancy. <laughs> and, um, and I really like the fact that they, of course, include, you know, Kamala in there too, because normally like that night is about the president-elect. Like VP don't speak, VP don't get no light show, but this is historic. So I'm glad that they, you know, included her as well, you know? Me too. And a lot of that is because typically we would have gotten to know the, the VP pick would have had a little more shine if, you know, you could go outside and talk to people, but <laughs> Thanks to COVID, killed everything. Everything. Oh yeah, I'm glad they gave her her space to speak. Yeah, I'm just so happy. It feels like a weight has been lifted, you know, given these results. Because I really thought by the time we recorded this, we still wouldn't have had a decision. Same. Um, but I, I'm so, I'm so happy, and I'm so uh, excited and proud of my state. <laughs> Uh, for showing up and showing out and changing colors. Listen, <laughs> I, I'm wearing red right now, but that is not my politics. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, I'm proud to be in the number in a state that has not been blue in 28 years. Yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. But Stacy said it like the the numbers were there. Like it's not like we didn't have the people to turn it blue. It's just a matter of going out and actually doing it. Listen, so as a civic nerd, I'm exhausted because I know you are. Listen, <laughs> whenever I, I need an update, I went to Dr. Reese Page. Like, how <laughs> did she give you the update? But she broke it down. You know, statistically, why this is what it is. So, like, yes, it was like I had our own built-in CNN. So, because I, I was watching CNN until like four in the morning, right? <laughs> so, Chris Cuomo and um, Don Lemon, two of their like marquee personalities, were on their personalities were working at four in the morning. Like that's how crazy <laughs> this election was. And but so between that. And still getting up at regular time because old people body. Um, and pressing refresh on election results, Georgia, over and over and over to give y'all those numbers. This is tied. I'm so, you said because of old people time. I'm so sick of no matter what time <laughs> I'm bed, me waking up at seven. Like, no matter what time <laughs> I go to bed, my eyes pop open 
at seven o'clock. I'm like, sis, no. Right. It's just the worst ever. I mean, I took off a whole week from work thinking, oh, this is about to be great. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I turned off every alarm to make sure I did not wake up. Who still woke up? I'm like, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Is anybody drinking tonight? Because I don't see no cups. Oh, okay. Okay. Lex is drinking uh, Crown and Sweet Tea. Crown oh, sweet tea. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I'm a whole bunch of vodka, of course, Dr. Reese. Is that yeah. vodka? Yeah, in a, in a water bottle. And it's uh, at the same temperature as water. Uh, <laughs> like I just said, I am exhausted. <laughs> and y'all, I didn't do any real work all last week because I was glued <laughs> to the TV trying to... Um, trying to see who was going to win this election. There was one point where um, I was in a Zoom meeting and I just said, hey, no judgment, right? Because low-key, I was doing the same thing. But I said, who all has the TV on, CNN or MSNBC in the background? Every hand. <laughs> so we don't mm. really need to be doing this because we all we here we waiting on the yeah on the call yeah yeah I I'm so to. glad that I had last week off so I could focus all on that and not be pretending to work at work while I'm actually scrolling refreshing looking for updates in real time so right if I had one of them jobs that you have to go to I might have got fired because <laughs> that's how little work I did yeah, I had the unple- uh, unfortunate pleasure of voting in Alabama, but Oops. my registration has swiftly <laughs> been rededicated to Georgia. We need you in these runoffs. Listen, we do. <laughs> Listen. I have been asking everybody about their teenage child and when they turn 18, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, um, does he have a fake ID? Like, we we can't be uh, perpetuating that voter fraud they keep on. I know, I know, I know. It was a joke, but I have been asking people about their kids. Like, how was your kid again? Like, okay, you know. But we gonna go ahead. Oh yeah, I'm not drinking, y'all. I'm sorry. But you know, I have a excuse. I don't live here, so I'm I'm not in a place where I have alcoholic beverages anymore. So not my fault. But next week, hopefully, I will. I will be ready because I, I do have refreshments at my my humble abode. So, <laughs> but we're going to jump right into it and get into our flavor cup story. Dr. Reese, you got something for us this week? I do. I do. Um, I want to start with a follow-up to, or an update on a story that we've been following. So, um, as you may know, as you do know, if you're listening to our show, um, we're intrigued by the divorce proceedings of mm-hmm. Dr. Dre and Nicole Young. <laughs> um, because what? And maybe it's just rich people divorced that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so Nicole is seeking to find out, uh, like she filed legal documents. So she is trying to find out if Andre, also known as Dr. Dre, <laughs> um, fathered any children outside of their marriage. Ooh, ooh. Uh, 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 uh. 
it seems like it would be a gut punch if he did. Like, I know that right. he's doing this to try to get more money, but what? this, I believe, is what we call a Pyrrhic victory, right? Like, you get more money, but I'm pretty sure my soul would be crushed to find that out. Right, yeah. right. Like, don't go dig it for what you're not ready for. Right, right. Um. Oh, sorry. Was somebody about to say something? All I was going to say is I, this is a new development for me because I knew that she was looking for mistresses to testify. Yes. What? Yes. yes. I, I was about to mention that. Yes. She, um, <laughs> well, some of them, though, also have lawyers and he is paying for the lawyers. What? So it's all messy and confusing. Excuse oh, my God. me? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. I don't, I don't really understand. Um, this sounds like a marriage that should have ended a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, if you gotta go through all this, my word. No, for real, they are pulling out all the stops, both of them. I'm like, dang, was there ever any real love there at all? Like, cause it's like y'all prepared for this, you know? Listen, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is. This is the whole point in prenups. And I know that she's seeking to dissolve theirs, which is why this is so complicated. But the whole point in prenups is so that it doesn't get this messy afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, so uh, speaking of politics, oh, I forgot to congratulate our uh, favorite new couple, President-elect <laughs> Joe Biden and Vice President-elect <laughs> Kamala Harris. Um, but speaking of politics, I'm sure y'all heard uh recently that Dwayne Carter, also known as Lil Wayne, came out a few weeks ago uh endorsing Donald Trump, right? Mm -hmm. We've all seen that picture where they both look like they've had some kind of drug that we don't have (laughs) (laughs) right. So, um, after that happened, Lil Wayne's girlfriend, Denise Bedeau, broke up with him. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> she, uh, we've, and we've talked about uh, dating and relationships and politics. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so she was not having it. She was like, yeah, hey, she didn't know. waste no time. She's like, you ain't about to break Hmm? Could you imagine you being in love with some man and then you look up and he taking pictures with Trump? Yeah, I bet she got them texts so quick. She's like, uh, did you see your boy? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Now people blowing up my phone because you act out here acting. Right. Asking me if I'm a supporter too. So yeah, no, nah, we gotta end this. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wouldn't have even had no talk. We just he would have got that text like it's over. I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know what you need because you you definitely didn't consult me when you did this. So, right. Oof, child. Yeah. Um. Apparently, Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco, whatever his legal name is, mm-hmm. name is really cheap. Right. So. Um, <laughs> he... <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> um. Apparently, he. You know, he looked like he was like drifting diamonds or whatever, but that was really um, from Claire. Shut up! What? Wait, what? Okay, I didn't hear the story. Uh, Well, so he—I can't remember what show that was on, 
he was talking to some younger football players about how his first year um, in the league, he slept in the locker room. So he didn't even have like a home home. He was sleeping in the locker room. Uh, and he, the way he sees it is he doesn't feel like he needs to impress women, right? He knows he's a millionaire and now so does everybody else. So he doesn't need, feel the need to like buy women expensive gifts and whatnot. Oh, okay. Um, which is really interesting because uh, the kind of women that he seems to be attracted to or I don't want, yeah, just from what I know of him from reality TV, I'll put it that mm-hmm. way, right? Like, he seems to desire the kind of women who would be attracted to... Millionaires. Exactly. Not mm-hmm. the kind of woman who was out here, like, grinding, building her own career. Right, exactly. Right. But um, here's the kicker. He says that he's cheap because he doesn't have a need to show off. There's another possibility, though. He might just be cheap because this Negro got eight kids. Jesus H. <laughs> mm, right. So you you have no choice but to be cheap with yourself because everybody's taking all your money. <laughs> right. You get child support. You get child support. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> right. He's tired of paying these women, but um, I'm going to need you to stop shooting up. <laughs> like... Wrap that thing up. It's, it could all be so simple. He uh, walked so right. future could run. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I am done. I'm sorry. <laughs> and I mean, if we don't. Has him, though. Like, they might be tied, but we don't know how many baby mamas Chad has. Uh-huh. Right, because he was That's knocking true. girls up in the days That's before true. social media. True. Um, geez, eight kids, that is so many. Like, how is it that after six kids you aren't thinking to use a condom? I don't I don't get it. See? Right. Let's say four. Leg. Listen, two. After two Yeah. Like how many uh kids that your your, your boy had? Who? Yeah, no. No, I said who? I don't know. It's like they, they be trying to go for the goal or something. I don't um, Shotty Low. Oh, God. Um, How many kids did boy Shotty Low have? Really wasn't it like it was, the double digits? Was I, was like say, I think it was double digits. Oh, I thought it was nine. It was more than that. Because he was about to get a reality show. Yeah, I his kids. here for it. Okay. But everybody, the respectability crowd definitely shut that down. Me. And I was so upset because let me tell you how I was. Well, I watched that trailer with so much joy in my heart. And I know that's ugly. Are but, you so? Okay. <laughs> I just saw something from real quick from 2015 that said um, Ocho Cinco's seventh child from a total of six different women. And this is ooh, from B. Ooh. ooh. Okay, so eight kids. Possibility six. of six and a possible. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, right, six and a possible baby mama. That's a lot. And if somebody who double dipped, who went back and left I'm, the a, I'm assuming it's it's gotta it's probably the first one. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that because you uh, thought you were in a real relationship that mm-hmm. was going to last. 
right? And so you okay. had multiple babies by this man with no ring. Shawty Lowe had nine kids. Nine. Okay, okay. He's still in the city. Right. Okay. Oh, you know who does have double digits from the old school, and this really hurt my heart. Elder Barge. Really? Elle has 12 children. Well. Sorry, listeners. Y'all can't, y'all can't see this, but Lex jumped. He jumped. He jumped like somebody came for her. But yes, I was like, dang. Somebody was dipping his light skin Peter everywhere. Like, well. All dang. 12. And what's funny was, I remember when he was going out with Chili. At one point, him and uh, Chili hooked up. And I'm like, she was accepting of 12 children? Like, not miss, uh, he can't have more than two baby mamas. He can't exactly. eat beef and pork. Exactly. That's what they stem from. She was like, I'm not doing this. That might be where it came from. Because I don't know how long her and Elle lasted, but 12 children. That's crazy. Lord. I know he hurt for child support right now. He because he normally be torn. So, <laughs> oh, I, could, oh God. Okay. Um, I do want to issue um, a retraction. <laughs> last, week. <laughs> so last week, I told y'all that Sweetie dressed up as an avatar for Halloween. I was correct. Thank you to whoever um, notified us of that. That was Zuckle Carlo. Um, she, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, so oh, thank Lord. you, Carlo. Uh, <laughs> she was dressed as Mystique from the X Men. Listen. Oh, I, that's. Oh, my bad. I should have known that. I tuned out of X Men after they cast Halle Berry and Storm, so I stopped paying attention after after that altogether. So my bad. Um, <laughs> my bad. People from cartoons I haven't seen in 25 years. We saw blue. I was like, "Ooh, Avatar." <laughs> oh, but speaking of which, um, I really did enjoy hearing our girl Lex on the Corona Chronicles podcast. Hey. Can I tell you real quick what my favorite part was? Absolutely. I'm oh. terrified, but go ahead. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, one of the guys was talking about uh, some bad run-ins. His homeboy, I think he called him Johnny, that Johnny was having with women, right? Johnny liked tall women, but they beat him up. And um, Lex and I had similar thoughts, right? Because women don't just go around beating people up. Clearly, Johnny has something going on. So Lex said, well, what did Johnny do? He said, well, Johnny's a fuck nigga. <laughs> Dang. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> well. <laughs> can you be mad that Johnny's getting beat up? <laughs> I was like, I at least that just let me know that at least men know when their homeboys are fuck niggas. Yes. They know. They know. Thank you, K Hall, for admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> They know. <laughs> but they also, I'm trying not to judge your love of friends. Oh, I love friends, but you didn't have to bring that over. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> damn. single is superior. Let's make that clear. Okay, <laughs> I'm about to say, do we need to have a, a intervention? No. <laughs> a friend <laughs> intervention? <laughs> it's superior. 
for sure. I think okay. uh, because of the demographic of people I work with, that uh, my viewing habits don't include that group of people. I got you. I think that is what has happened in adulthood. Uh, but yeah, that's it for the uh, flavor cover story this week. All right, all right, all right. Well, thank you for the update of the ongoing saga with uh, Dre and and wife, soon to be ex-wife, as well as our retraction from last week. <laughs> and then our quick baby segment of who's got the most kids. <laughs> right. All I gotta right. find that expensive ass email she trying to use. <laughs> like, you know? It's free, sis. I'm starting laughing all over again on that one. <laughs> Oh, Lord. So we're going to keep it moving with the uh, living single story. And I believe it is Lex's week. <laughs> it is. And it's not a dating story per se. Um, and I actually just messaged this individual because I cannot remember how we met. Yeah. Um, I know we were in college, but he went to um, a different HBCU in a different state. I really want to say we met <laughs> like college club. <laughs> Or <laughs> right, I cannot remember what it was, but I know he came down um, for the Battle of the Bands, and we were able to meet in person. And so we met. I know he was down here for that whole weekend, and so that Friday, I think we actually went on a date. But then Saturday, he had been hearing me talk about you know Central Station and two dollar Saturdays. <laughs> oh. so he was like, "Can you please take me and my friends to Central Station?" So I said, I said, no problem. I said, but I have to be at work Sunday at eight in the morning. So I'm not, I'm not shutting down <laughs> the club. Cause you know, I, I would be in such a station doors. They, they close at six. That's when I'm gonna walk out. So I was like, you know, we could go to maybe about two o'clock. That's the best I can do for you. <laughs> He's like, okay, yeah, yeah, no problem. So it's me and three dudes <laughs> at Central Station. Okay, squad. <laughs> <laughs> And he did not believe me about $2 Saturday. So we're getting there. When I tell you drunk, these niggas get drunk. So I'm like, I'm looking at my watch. I'm not drinking. <laughs> first of all, Central Station is far, you know. And yes. I came from out of town. So I'm like, you know, they got to have a good time. That's no problem. But 2 o'clock, y'all need to be ready to go. So about 145, I'm like, y'all got 15 minutes. I felt like somebody mama. I'm like, y'all got 15 <laughs> Y'all got 15 minutes. Two o'clock here, I look up. They all got six packs of Coronas. From the bar. I said, oh, so y'all think I'm playing? Y'all think because y'all just got these drinks, we not about to go. Okay, bye. So this is before Uber and all of that. They staying at a hotel. They not from here. So really? I'm out. he's like, we really leaving, we really leaving. So his homeboy is like chugging these Coronas. No! <laughs> chugging so we leave i had to pull over so his homeboy could throw up of course he passes out in the front seat of the car passes out so we get to their hotel they get out the car um and they go in or whatever and i had i look over i'm about to pull off his cell phone was sitting in the passenger seat of the car so i'm like do i be ugly <laughs> just ride out like, I don't see his phone there. Or am I nice? 
So he's um, he turns around, he's like, bye. Like, oh, <laughs> I roll down the window and I throw his phone out the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I go home. The next day he calls me, he's like, I'm so sorry. Um, you know, you you told us that you were leaving, you had to leave at two, and we were real. This is the only reason we still talk, because he's like, we were still, we were super disrespectful. And I, I'm sorry. I hope that we could continue at least a friendship. Um, you know, if nothing more happens, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know why he thought I was playing. <laughs> like, and then you mm. like, we had been talking for a long time prior. So he had a good idea of who you were and like, yeah. Mm. <laughs> You showed him that day. Right. <laughs> and we had a cute little date on Friday. But Saturday, I told you Sunday had to be at work at eight. One day, I don't play about my job. Mm-hmm. It's like, I gotta be at work, I gotta be at work. Brush you lucky I said we could go. Good time. Right. <laughs> so yes, that's, that's my dating story. And I mean, this was, I don't even know what year this was. Uh, it had to be early 2000s. Good show. Y'all in Central Station. But I, I wish you could have seen the look on my face when I looked up and at two o'clock, all three of them is standing there with a six pack of Corona like, hey. Whoa. Oh wait, okay, so wait, they all had their own individual six packs. Brit. I'm thinking they just had one six pack that they were gonna spray. Right. Brit. Right. Oh, hell no. I said, y'all think I'm playing. Like, I am going home. They were like, it's $2. Like, <laughs> I wasted $36. Plus, hopefully. Oh, I not believe that. Oh, hell no. Yeah, I thought you just meant one six pack. Oh, oh greedy MFs. Like, they couldn't spare one. Well, it was just three of them. Like, it would have been two apiece. Come on. Like, I know it's $2 Saturday, but come on now. <laughs> Y'all trying to have alcohol poisoning. <laughs> no, seriously. And then they trying to chug them because you don't want to waste them. Like, who and told you like, to buy them? To throw up in this car. I'm I know that's right. <laughs> yeah, I would have pulled over with the quickness. You know, at least you would uh, made it to, to pull over. Because if he had done some shit while the car was still moving, oh, yeah, we would have had a, a serious problem. <laughs> I hope he um, messages me back before we are done recording. Because I sent him a message asking him, um, how did we meet? Because <laughs> I really cannot remember. Um, that is so funny. Children will never understand, like, just all the different avenues. Like, but we are the ones. We walk. I'm, we crawl so y'all can walk. But, like, the <laughs> Club, the Black Planets. Girl. Uh, we had a couple of bootleg ones down in uh, South Georgia where I went to school. Uh, <laughs> we, um, Crunk Friends. That was one. What? <laughs> So, yes, there was a site. It was similar to College Club, but it was called oh CrunkFriends.com. My, my God. So, yes, I had I had many a, a meet uh, from Crunk Friends. Lots of friends from Crunk Friends. So, oh and I was wrecking. As soon as you said College Club, I was like, what was that bootleg one we had? And I was trying, racking my brain trying to think, and it was Crunk Friends. And I'm so tickled because I remember having a scanner and scanning my picture into College Club. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh my word, we're old. <laughs> <About to> joke. <laughs> well, have you ever thought about all the dumb shit that 
we did in the pre-Uber Lyft days? Like oh, absolutely. Days? It's amazing we're here to tell the tale. By like, the grace amazing. of God. Let me tell you a real a quick aside. Me and Oso Right, I will never forget this. We went oh, to uh, Mardi Gras. The first time we went to Mardi Gras, I think we were like 18. And we went after class on a Friday. And we had to, our original plan was we were going to just miss our Monday classes and just mosey on down the road Monday. So mm-hmm. from Atlanta to New Orleans, it's supposed, let's say it's supposed to be a six and a half hour drive because I cannot remember. Also the eight, but okay. Yeah, I was about to oh. say, who, who driving? Okay, let's say eight then. Let's say eight. We looked at each other Sunday night. We was like, let's just, let's just go. <laughs> when I tell y'all, if it was, if it's supposed to be an eight hour drive, we made it in six. Oh uh-uh. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Like, I don't know how we have lived. I've literally been in the car. I'm supposed to be keeping the driver awake. Both of us have fallen asleep. <laughs> I wake up and she said, child, I dozed off too. I said, well, who are you Listen, no, I knew Lex and also right with while when they came to visit me and didn't nobody know where they were but me. <laughs> yeah, we came down, yes, to visit her at school. And I had to be at work that next morning. <laughs> right? Because I'm thinking, like, oh, y'all spent the night or? We no. kind of spent the night. No, I remember we, uh, we got up super early, came back to Oso Wright's uh, mama's house. I had a bowl of cereal and I went to, <laughs> I went to work. One of them was like, oh, my mama think I'm at her house. And then, oh, my mama think I'm at her house. <laughs> and y'all <laughs> came out here with me and my wife. We, yeah. You know if Oso Wright's involved, then it's going to be a crazy story too. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's been plenty of times. I, I'm sorry, mommy. <laughs> I remember one time we went to New Orleans. That might have been that time. I think I told her I was going to look at grad schools. Shut and, up. <laughs> and I'm down in New Orleans acting a fool. <laughs> Hopefully y'all at least drove in the daytime because that stretch between Montgomery and Mobile, uh-huh. you ain't got no kind of data signal. It's a creek called Murder Creek. Hell no. <laughs> I'm Murder Creek. <laughs> I could not. Oh my God. Yeah. That Alabama stretch is the worst. But, uh, you know, thank you. Thank you, big guy. Because there are plenty of times. You know, there have been times where I know Jesus literally took the wheel. Mm-hmm. Literally. I, yeah, these kids just don't know. I'm like, it's amazing we, we are here. You know, let's talk about that one week because I got plenty of conversations, <laughs> plenty of stories. The week I turned 21, I probably should have died about five times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, we, we, we will re- we will that. revisit that topic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it YOLO. Yes. <laughs> yes. 30s edition. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord well thank you lex for that riveting tale <laughs> absolutely uh yeah central station yeah like i said y'all can have it because i don't want it <laughs> but the funny thing is real quick i could do mama's prime time but i could not do central station i don't know why maybe because <laughs> same thing I mean, one, it was smaller because Central Station is so big. It's like a Home Depot. It's like so overwhelming. But Mama's Prime Time, I could see all the ratchetness like around the room. And then I guess because it was East Side Ratchet, and I'm accustomed to East Side Ratchet. 
Not Southside. Right. Southside. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was a whole different ratchet. Like, I wasn't ready. I'm potential station's little brother. Like, right. Yeah, I, like, I would like, say that. I, I, I never graduated to Central Station. I tried three times. <laughs> I was like, this ain't for me. I'm going to go back to primetime. <laughs> we used to tear primetime up too. So we're going to go on and keep it moving. And uh, we're going to go to our next seg- segment, which is keep your head up. What? Dr. Reese. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Child, what the hell? Okay. I got distracted. I got distracted. I, you know what? Yeah, we. I'm gonna just take that. We ain't gonna do no take two. We'll just take that. But uh, this week's uh, keep your head up segment, we are talking about meeting the parents. You've been seeing someone for a certain amount of time, or not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, meeting the parents happens to come up. And it's like, how do you deal with it? Like, how do you approach it? You know, was it planned? Was it unexpected? All of that good stuff. So before we dive into the article uh, regarding meeting the parents, I want to ask you all, like, have you met anybody's parents or allowed anyone to meet your parents? And how did either scenario go? Ow. Oh, go ahead. Got it. Go ahead. Um, I have met more parents than have met mine. Um, to sum it up, I'll try to think of like one or two experiences. All of my exes' mamas love me to this day. <laughs> <laughs> that I have met, I mean, love me. Um, as far as someone meeting my mom, there have been a couple of instances. My mom was kind of like the type where you'll bring them home when you're ready. But whoever you're going out, because I lived at home for a really long time, um, whoever you're going out with, I need their name, number, and car tag. <laughs> so that was kind of like her thing. Um, as far as, I'll go with one of my favorite exes. <clears throat> it was like a planned thing for them to meet because I was living um, in Alabama. So we came uh, to Georgia for, um, it was my birthday, but um it was set up for them to me. And I knew, like, I really had my big girl panties on because we were meeting her. She knew we were, you know, staying overnight. So she knew that we would be in a hotel room. Oh, <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. But she met him. Um, everything went really well. I think we, I know we went to, um, she had, she had moved out the house. She had an apartment. We went to go see her at her apartment. And I think we went out to eat and it went really well. And like when we broke up, you would have thought that they had, like he had broke up with her. She was upset, <laughs> child. And I'm like, oh, I can't do this no more. I was like, I, another man will never meet my mother until uh, I have a ring because my mama's feelings is hurt. <laughs> so that the that went well. There's only been one guy. Um, I think there's maybe three guys that I have seriously dated that have met my mom. Um, and one she just could not stand. Um, mm. And looking back, I get it. I now understand because I can't. They be it. knowing. Right. Right. And I, I should have listened and gotten out quicker. But I haven't had any crazy experiences. Um, when I've met people's parents, um, I think one of my exes, 
I met, um, they had like a, a family barbecue. So I met like the whole family and they had oh. a big fair. It's a whole bunch of kids because the mama but had kids. The, the first time you also met his mom? Yes. <laughs> but it was, it was cool. It ended up being really cool. The mom, um, she was from Jamaica, had cooked everything. <laughs> Food was good. Alcohol was flowing. It was just a real lively party situation. There was no grilling. It was just kind of like, oh, who are you? Um, you know, what? You? I was in. Uh, I was in college at the time, and um, she was excited about that because she was in education, um, and she actually got me uh, one of my first jobs in education. Um, but I mean, and after that, I was invited to every family function. <laughs> <laughs> She was at all of my, right, she was at all my gathering because she came, yeah, she came when I, they came when I graduated from college and I mean, and we still talk off and on to this day and I graduated in 2007, so, Dang. Um, mm-hmm. so I've had, I personally have had great experiences with um, guys' exes and even my ex that my mother could not stand, his mother still loves me. Mm. <laughs> mm. So my experience is been basically that right like <laughs> um Lex and I have had the exact same experience um I haven't introduced anybody to my parents in a very long time because I kind of came to the conclusion that unless uh we are headed toward something very long term that there's no need for that mm-hmm. um but as far so yeah so two guys who met my parents um, my dad is not the type who's gonna tell me that he doesn't like somebody, right? <laughs> um, but my mom will. <laughs> so, and that's kind of surprising. I think your dad would be like, no. Well, I think a dad would be like, mm-hmm. I mean, like unless, unless it, I mean, so the the one that my mom didn't like, I was really young, so mm-hmm. they probably um realized that or hoped and prayed that I was going to outgrow that. (laughs) Um, And then the one that they did like, I know that they really, they really liked him. Um, But, you know, people, he's a great guy. He's married now. And I'm sure he's a great husband. He just wasn't going to be the husband to me. Um, But um, other moms moms love me. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's one that I, uh, hate to admit this, but I kind of had to block her recently. <laughs> oh, because I dated your son well over, like, like 15 years ago. Me and your son have been together, you know, like, we have been in communication in years since, but we haven't been, like, had titles and whatnot mm-hmm. in well over a decade. You mm-hmm. don't have to call me, but also when she called me and asked for money, so <gasps> what? excuse me, right? What? Right? Like it just got to the point where I was like, mm-hmm. I don't. I was just I was being polite, right? Like she would call me, I would talk to her, um, because she calls me his wife. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. I got a story. Okay. 
I am, sure you I am tape not, that for your next date story. <laughs> ma'am, I'm not your daughter-in-law. Um, you have an actual daughter-in-law? So, right. Remember when uh, on Facebook, when they first made it so that you could put who your family was? Mm-hmm. I'm about no. to open this laptop, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had put my family, right? So my mom was on there. Uh, my brothers, my cousins, and she had requested to be put in there as my mom. Excuse you. Right. No, ma'am. First of all, I have an actual <laughs> mother. And she's <laughs> right. Um, secondly, what? So I figured, you know, oh, I'll just ignore <laughs> it. Right. Keep it pushing. This woman called me. Because she had been with her family on Thanksgiving, and I guess she was trying to show it to them. That's she was like, "Well, they said it has to be because you didn't accept it." Somebody done put her, done hipped her to the face. <laughs> no, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> right? Like, why didn't they tell you that you shouldn't be telling, having your requesting to be your uh, son's ex girlfriend's mother on social mm-hmm. media? None of this mm-hmm. makes any sense. But yeah. Um, all the moms of guys I've dated really like me. Uh, Clearly. I think. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> um, I'm polite and I have a job. So I think that <laughs> really goes a long way. I'm not after your son's money because I work. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, I mean, yeah, she's a, a hoot. Like, so there would be times when she would call me and we would talk for maybe like an hour um, every once in a while. Oh, but I thought you were about to say every week. I was oh, right. Like, she's like, same time, same place? <laughs> no. <laughs> but, yeah, but a few years ago when she called me asking for money, I was like, um. And I mean, I sent it because from what she told me, it, sound, it was an emergency, right? Like, oh, no. Retire fixed. Why, well, I know your son is raggedy because I used to date him, but that is who you should you should call your son right. or your actual Ooh, daughter. Like there are two people that yep. you could go to that you could have called, but you called them. That's me. crazy. No. Yeah. So I I had to block her, but other guys that I dated, their moms have been really sweet and really kind. Um, and yeah, I don't communicate with them because that would be weird. Like I was about to say, there have been a couple of guys that I've casually dated um, that my mom has met. I know one time a guy did come to uh, pick me up and she was she was either coming or going. <laughs> so that's how they kind of met. Um, and then there was another guy um, that I used to work with. Um, so she knew him because we worked together. She was always coming up there uh, or whatever. But yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> uh, what about you, Brent? Yeah. So I have three instances. One where we have mutually met our parents. One where he had he picked me up and he met my folks because he picked me up. And the other one, he was standing right there and I did not introduce them. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> So the first instance, the mutual meet, uh, this is somebody from high school. Like he was my high school crush. And so we, you know, were pretty close and I would go to his swim meets and like his mama would, you know, 
pick us up because he literally lived in the next subdivision over, like across the street. So, you know, as we got closer, like I met his mom and, you know, she would like take us to Wendy's after the swim beats and stuff. Like clearly I wasn't on nobody's swim team. He was the only person on the swim team that I knew. So I was clearly there for him. Uh, <laughs> and then one day, and then he would come to my house, like he would pick me up because he, he was driving, he had a car. So he would come pick me up and we would go to Starbucks in the morning. So my mom was like, who's that picking you up in the Mercedes? And I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, neighbors coming out to my, who just picked Brittany up? I'm like, <laughs> so, okay. so everybody knows. Me. Everybody. <laughs> so one Christmas, he hits me and he's just like, hey, what you doing? And I think this is when we, we might've still been in high school. And I was like, oh, you know, got the family over. And it was like a lot of family at that point. It was like parents, guy, brothers, aunts. And so he was like, can I come over? And I was like, um, are you sure you want to come over? It's a lot of people over here. And he was just like, yeah, I want to come over. Okay. So he came over and you would have thought this man had proposed. My mother was preparing food for him. <laughs> plate after plate, bowl after bowl in front of him, and he's, you know, eating it up, you know. <laughs> and my, like I said, my god brothers were over there at the time, and they were all like young. They were probably like ten and under or something. So they've all surrounded him around the kitchen table, and they're staring <laughs> at him like he is some specimen. And now, and then they're commenting. They're like, "You eat a lot," and I'm just like, <laughs> "Oh my god." <laughs> So picture 10 year old boy saying that. Yes. Oh, and so I'm like, you know, and I didn't, I didn't, after, at first I was like kind of, you know, frantic, but then I was like, well, this is what you asked for. You wanted to come over. So there you go. So yeah, it was a full on like a uh, sitcom moment. And then like to end it off, like I was in the other room playing the piano and like playing <laughs> holiday tunes and stuff. But, um, and then I met his mom uh, at a holiday party too. Uh, I came home from college and he was like, we're having a party at the house, you come through. And his mama remembered me and she's like, oh yeah, I remember you, Brittany. And then by that point I had pledged. And so now we're in the same sorority. And she's like, oh, sorority. So she's like extra geeked about that. But um, yeah, so she loved me. So that was good. But in the other instance where, you know, someone had to come pick me up, uh, I was in college. Um, I did not have my car here. My car was still, you know, where I went to school. And this guy was seven years older than me. So they were already feeling some kind of way about that because I'm still in school. This is like a grown man, you know, coming to get me. And so I knew he was coming. I was trying so hard to be ready so I could just run out the door. But it didn't work out that way. I was still upstairs getting ready. When I come downstairs, you know, he was already there. He was in the house. I come downstairs, my brother is sitting on one side. My dad is sitting on the other side. <laughs> and it was like the high school situation all over again where they surrounded old boy who was eating, you know, at the table. Like, <laughs> and they just looking at him. They literally got him in between them, like looking at him. And I was like, and then my brother, he lived nowhere nearby. And I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I was in the neighborhood. I'm like, you live in a whole nother county. Like, you were not in the neighborhood. <laughs> like, somebody called you and told you I was going out with this man who was only two years younger because me and my brother are nine years apart. And I guess he wanted to come check it out. And I'm like, y'all are so rude. So, yeah, but that didn't last long. But I felt so bad for him, like, being sandwiched in between my dad and my brother. Um, like they was going to do something. I'm like, I ain't going to do nothing. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and then the other instance where I did not introduce them at all, like this guy that I, in my opinion, was casually dating. 
he came to my school because we didn't go to the same school, but he came to my college to support me because I was running for like our school's queen. So like it was the pageant that day. So I didn't win. So I'm already somewhat in my feelings about not winning. And so my parents came down, like everybody came to support. And so poor guy, he's just kind of standing off to the side. Like my parents and him are like literally feet apart. Like I could have introduced them, but I didn't feel like it. I was like, you know what? I don't feel like having this moment right now. Like I'm trying to sort out my feelings from this loss. And he had a card and flowers and everything. And I was just like, I, I literally kept them separate. I was like, well, thank you for coming. And <laughs> but I was like, I don't know. I don't feel like doing this right now because that's a whole different, you know, beast that I have to tackle later. And we ended up not working out no way. So I'm glad I didn't because if my folks can't remember nothing else, they remember people who I've seen and they still ask about the one from high school. They're like, where's so-and-so? And I'm like, he's not here. Like <laughs> that was what? 15 plus years ago, however long it was ago, like y'all don't have to keep asking about him. It's it's okay. I wonder, Even though we still we still talk, but I'm like, we're not together. You don't have to. to ask I wonder that. if parents only ask that kind of question because we're single, right? Like if I was married, you wouldn't be asking me where old boy. Exactly. And I, I guess they're trying to see, like, well, is this still a potential prospect? Like, you know, where are they? Like, where are they now? Like. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so my my experiences have been pretty good. Um, yeah, but I don't plan on introducing anybody anytime soon until I know that it's serious. And I'm hoping there'll be no like slip ups where like uh, legs had where somebody was coming and somebody was going like, I'll, <laughs> I'm gonna be like duck and I'm gonna like push their head down. Because <laughs> this is what's not gonna happen. Um, but for the people who still have to meet parents, um, there are things you can do to make the experience, you know, a little bit more pleasant. And uh, we actually found an article on bold.com uh, for 10 ways to make the best impression when meeting the parents. And to me, a lot of these were common sense, but you just never know. So we're going to run through them real quick. Um, the first one was get to know his mom. Um, I think in this day and age, it's probably easier, especially if they're tech savvy and have a, a social media account, you can kind of get an idea of who they are. Because I don't feel like guys, you know, even though they know their mama, they should know their mama but anyway, <laughs> I don't feel like they would be able to give you a good sense of who their mama is and like what they like. So, you know, you can find some something to bond with them off of. Um, so if they have social media, I suggest going to social media, stalk them real quick, just to kind of get some cliff notes. Um, but the article also advises don't be lying about what your common interests are because if she says I like crochet and then you like oh I like crocheting too she's going to expect you to know how to crochet Listen. and if you don't know how to crochet then that's going to look really bad and then she's going to start getting you crochet gifts and you don't want no <laughs> crochet gift so just be mindful of that like don't be lying trying to get close to somebody because you want to get close to them like be real so <clears throat> Uh, number two was observe the mother-son relationship from a distance. I'm highly in favor of this one yeah. um, because I feel like the way that a guy treats his mom will be an indicator of how he's going to treat you. Mm -hmm. um, and also it'll let you know if he's a mama's boy or not because some of them, you know, they be under their mama like, you know, yeah. But then other times they have a, a more distant relationship. But, you know, just definitely pay attention to that dynamic 
Um, because if they're not as close, I would be curious as to why, you know, uh, and maybe that's something that you all can tackle later down the line. Um, I can but- say both of my, um, both of my favorite exes did not play about their mamas. <laughs> and it was like how they treated their mama was definitely a good clue of how they would be in a relationship for sure. Yeah. And I've had, I've seen the opposite end of the spectrum. Like I've had guys who, you know, they, of course they love their mama, but they wouldn't go above and beyond. And I I was really surprised. Like I've had a guy who's totally cut off his mama. You know, they got in an argument and he hadn't talked to her and I don't know how long, even when she was in the hospital. And that part, I didn't understand. I even tried to talk him through that. And he was just like, I've made up my mind. And so that was a big red flag to me. I'm like, you would cut your own mama. Like, I don't care what's going on. Like how mad we were at each other. Like if something goes down, like I'm there, you know? So yeah, that's a big indicator. I do feel like some people have probably gone through some traumas that they don't know how to process. And why grown people need to go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. So if if you if it is a, a case like that where some serious like trauma that needs to be mended, then yeah, that that's a whole different ball game. But just in my experience, like the one that I'm talking about, it wasn't any serious trauma. Like this is just you being petty. So I'm not in favor of that, but the article also recommends that you not interfere with their relationship because it will only backfire. Even if it seems, you know, that he's, you know, distant with his mom or super clingy, um, he obviously has space, you know, if he's super clingy for both of you. So, you know, chill. So. Oh, can I throw in something else too? I also mm -hmm. feel like, so relationships with mom are an indicator. Also in that, I feel like relationships with sisters as well. Like, um. Does is it does he have a relationship with a sister that he like goes to for advice or respects or seeks to protect? Mm-hmm. Those are all things to explore, I suppose. I agree. Yeah. So he's played by his mama or his sisters. Yeah. So just be mindful of just in general how he treats the women in his family. Um, you know, is he respectful or is he just kind of like a you know, whatever type person. Um, Number three, it says the best dating relationship advice is on the web. So apparently, and I did not know this, there is a site called Relationship Hero. And you can go on this site where they have trained relationship coaches and they will get you through any situation. They'll help you accomplish what you want. They help you through complicated and difficult love situations like deciphering mixed signals, getting over a breakup or anything else you're worried about. You immediately connect with an awesome coach on text or over the phone in minutes. So again, this was not something that was around, you know, in my day, but apparently y'all can go to experts now to decipher like what different things mean or how to get through different situations. So that's called relationship hero. Uh, You know, just in case you all, you know, don't have, your girls or whoever to help you (laughs) like but yeah interesting uh number four and i think this is a good one uh consider bringing a small gift 
Um, by small gift, I mean something edible and delicious. If you can make a killer chocolate chip cookie, it's polite to bake something and bring them over. Just make sure to ask your guy if his parents have any relationship, excuse me, dietary restrictions or allergies. Because it can be awkward if you bring over some like chocolate chip walnut cookies and then find out one of his parents has like a debilitating nut allergy. (laughs) Also, though, part of me feels this is, I'm like, white people must have written that part because sometimes black people don't play about eating stuff and ain't in your kitchen. That's what to say. I've never um, brought anything on an initial meeting. But with my two favorite exes, you know, for mama's birthday, I would get something for Christmas. I would make sure I had something for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I when I initially read this, when I was thinking small gift, I didn't think edible, honestly. I was thinking like maybe a candle. Candle is exactly uh, what I thought. You know, if they if they are drinkers, maybe a bottle of wine, a nice bottle, you know, mid price, not high, not low, but mid. Um coming in there with you know, 99 Kroger wine. Right. <laughs> coming in there with that barefoot, like, <laughs> got y'all that muscatoe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking something along those lines. You know, a picture frame? I don't know, but yeah, that you're right. That might have been a white write-in right there, because I'm not, I'm not bringing y'all nothing edible, unless it's an edible arrangement. Maybe that. You right. know, you know it came from a company so from Publix <laughs> right is a pleasure so <laughs> so number five try to tone down the enthusiasm uh, the best relationships need space and time to grow so coming on too strong from the get go is a mistake you'll want to avoid making if you're trying to outshine an ex that you know his mom was particularly fond of like Lex uh, <laughs> it'll just come off as being desperate and awkward because you know everybody loves Lex and Dr. Reese so yeah don't try to follow up you know from them thinking you're going to win them over by coming on too strong um, so yeah I think that's a good one you know don't be negative Nelly but at the same time don't be like just Susie Sunshine like, <laughs> okay, so can, I, can I tell y'all a funny story uh, <laughs> this is a friend of a friend um, who was dating this guy I think he was a doctor um, and she was really worried about what his parents thought of her um, because she was okay so I don't careers don't matter that much to me but I know a lot of times with sons specifically parents might think a woman is trying to take advantage of him financially and so um, this woman was a dance teacher, right? So they don't make a ton of money. She was dating a doctor and she kept worrying about what, about the ex, right? Because I don't do that. I don't care who you dated before me. Um, did you date Beyonce? I don't, I don't care. <laughs> um, but apparently the ex was a, um, was a pediatrician. And so she felt like, what's the word I'm looking for? She didn't feel like she was enough, mm-hmm. but I think that she would have felt that way no matter who it was. Cause I felt that that's who she was as a person, right? Mm-hmm. Like I felt like her, her self-esteem generally was low. Mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. when I heard that, I was like, oh. Yeah, that's- I can see that. But that sounds like pressure that she put on herself. It don't really sound right. like anybody did that to her. Um, 
So that honestly sounded like something that she needed to seek uh, some help or assistance about just individually. Like that had nothing to do with, with him or them. So, right. yeah, but that it's funny that you mentioned that cause it kind of piggybacks into what the next one is, which is don't be overly sensitive. Um, since you've been super nervous about this meetup, it's possible that you've heavily guarded yourself for any awkward moments. Not all parents are perfect, nor do they always know the right things to say. If his mom or dad spout out something that seems subliminally hurtful, let it go for now. However, if the pattern increases upon further meetings, let your guy know that you're offended by the comments and see what he has to say. Chances are he pulls his mom aside and stand up for you in a way that won't cause an immediate fight. Miscommunication happens all the time. Um, I could definitely see myself doing this uh, because I overanalyze and dissect and I will play it over and over in my head a lot like well you know was that a jab did they mean that like and I, will, and I will do that and sit there and be like thinking about it all the time but in the same regard I'd be afraid to bring it up to him because I'm not trying to cause any tension either like I don't want to cause any tension between me and him thinking you know I have an issue with his parents then I definitely don't want to cause any tension between him and his parents, you know, for him trying to bring up the issue to defend me. So I would be like sensitive about it, but then I wouldn't say nothing. I know me. So I'm like, that's me too. I'm very much um, in my head at times. Um, and I will replay an incident over and over in my head, like what just happened and won't say anything. So I feel mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Um, number seven, and this to me was kind of common sense, but Dress like a classy lady. Um, When you're entering someone's house for the first time, you never know what to expect. Even if you're typically in sweats, you definitely want to present yourself uh, in an adult way for the first meeting. Uh, While you shouldn't break out a ball gown, choose something your grandma would think you look just darling in. White people. Uh, This proves that you actually view the meetup as an important event. So I had an issue like this, but it wasn't me, it was the guy. Um, I invited him to church with me. And so my church family is just as important as my regular family because these people have known me since, you know, I was little. And so he wanted to come in jeans. And it was like, um, it was either a Christmas Eve service or a New Year's service. So I'm like, I know people are going to be dressed nice. And so I was like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't. I was like, let's let's try to dress a little nicer. You know, if you got a nice pair of slacks. And so he was kind of adamant about wearing these jeans. And I was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Like, just don't come. It's okay. I think it depends on the church that he goes to. Was that he didn't go to church. That was the thing. I'm like, he didn't go to church like that. So, but I'm telling you though, how my church is. And, you know, and it would be different if I didn't know, like, he didn't have the clothes. I'm like, I know you have the attire, so put it on. And so come to find out, long story short, he was doing this to test me. He had planned all along to wear something nice, but he wanted to see if I was going to let him come as he was. Sir, I'm not jumping through hoops for nobody, So, What kind of twisted mind game mess is that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anywho, <laughs> so number eight, and again, this well, this is common sense for me, but everybody else is different. But keep the PDA light when the parents are around, because that's just weird. Not everyone wants to see a bunch of touchy feely and putting it all out there for anyone upon introducing yourself as a couple is just uncomfortable. Um, 
I'm not big into PDA around the older generation. Like that's just not me. My parents still think that you should not be staying in the same room. Like if you stay in, in their house, if you they're if not here for you staying in the same room. If you're not married, uh-uh. right. Exactly. Uh-huh. And when you find out that people are like not married and they've gone home for the holidays with their significant other, they're like, they stayed in the same room. And I'm like, yes, people do that now. He was just like, tomorrow. So yeah, I already know. Like whoever comes, if somebody does come home with me, they gonna be in the basement more than likely. And I'm gonna be in my whole bedroom just to ensure ain't gonna be no like sneaky sneaky going on either. They gonna be two, sto- two stories down. So me and favorite but, ex, if we were staying with my mom when we had came down, there was no way <laughs> we would have been nearly even near each other. And yeah. I did think it was strange. Well, I'm not gonna say it was strange. It was just, it was different. His mother lived with him. So a lot of the times he would be at my house. And then one time he's like, you know, I need to do some things at the house. You know, you come spend the night here. And I was like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, woman, this is my house. I was like, what's your mama? He's like, I'm grown. This is my house. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. But, oh, that's I, it's, it's I mean, different for guys. Yeah, like, it took a lot to get me over there. <laughs> I yeah. bet. Cause I would have been the same way. Because... I feel like with guys, it's different. Like, as he said, it's his house. And then mothers have a different level of respect for guys and their space. And it's, so, uh, he was like, mama, do you want to talk to my mama? And I, as I was about to say that, it made me think about, y'all remember on the game when, um, Dur- not Derwin, um, Malik, Malik, old girl, spent the night. He was like, mama, tell her it's cool. <laughs> and she was like, it's cool. <laughs> Oh, that's right, because she was like, but your mother lives here. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. But it's the same thing. Yes. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. My mom lives for me. (laughs) I know. Um, Michael B. Jordan had that issue, too. I think people were clowning. Yeah, his parents live with him. Yeah. He was like, my, my parents live with me because they was like, you still live with your parents? And he's like, they live with me. But like, even when it flipped and my mother was living with me, there is no way no. that a man was in my bed. <laughs> like, if something were to happen right now and, like, my folks came to my house to live with me, I would feel like a child all over again. I would not want to bring nobody over, especially not to spend the night, even though it's my house. Like I'm paying the bills up in here, but it's just, it's a respect thing for me. And then it's just awkward. Like I'd be afraid. What if they hear something? Oh my God. No, no. Yeah. I feel like if, if my guy's mom lived with him, I might go over and hang out until maybe midnight, but then I got <laughs> right, and I'm only gonna be in the living room watching TV or whatever, and I'm gonna be in sweats, right? Like, cause we gonna be cute, but we not gonna be sexy, cause your mom. <laughs> uh uh uh. There are just some certain boundaries that I just can't get with. Yeah, yeah, and I'm really surprised that the people who are able to get away with that, I'm just like. But on the flip oh. side. His mama's boyfriend was living there too. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. all right, Jody. Uh, 
Melvin. <laughs> well, she was occupied, so that, maybe that, that makes it a little different. Yeah, yeah. I got nothing else to do, and she can hear what no. But on the same side, like when my mother was with me, wasn't no nigga finna be up in here with her either. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Absolutely, I couldn't even imagine if my mama boyfriend was like around and I could hear. Oh, oh, oh I'm about to throw up. <laughs> Cause I used to tease my mama. I'd be like, I know you got a Mr. Earl around here somewhere. <laughs> Earl wasn't finna step foot in my house. <laughs> you know, you know, you better talk to Mr. Earl on the phone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Earl, oh, that's that's an interesting one. But yes, uh, number nine. And again, I think this is common sense, but I guess some people need to be told. Remember your table manners. Uh, <laughs> You're not typically a slob, but you and your boyfriend have been eating lean cuisines in front of the TV for about three months now, so you're a little out of practice. Always chew with your mouth closed, no matter who you're eating with. Okay. The oh. fact that you have to be told that. But anyway. Right. Uh, Boo. If you don't have room to close it, you might be stuffing too much in your mouth at once. Eating too fast, or power eating, as my friend calls it, might make it look like you haven't eaten dinner in weeks. While his mom's cooking might be delicious, there are better ways to compliment the chef. Like, also, that's, that's crazy. Also, yeah. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Like, you too fast and shove, uh, stuff in your mouth like that. I mean, I could see a guy doing it, but, like, if a girl has to be told that, like, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> But I think even when meeting the parents, guys tend to, they'll tone it down a little bit and they won't just act like ain't nobody. Because if a, if I bring a guy to a house and he started doing that, the first thing my mama gonna look at me like, oh, so you don't cook for him? Like, so he, why is he so hungry? Like, you don't feed him? Like, <laughs> like no mother, I do not. I don't feed him. You know why? Because he's not my child. <laughs> Every man for himself around here. Right? <laughs> So, and the last one, actually it's two more, but the the other one, last one, last, last one doesn't need an explanation, but offer to help with the dishes. I think this, is, to me, this is common too. Like you, you got to offer to help with something, especially if they feed you, but okay. So even if you're secretly hoping his mom says she's got everything under control post dinner, uh, it's kind to lend a helping hand and further prove that you're gracious for the food she's made for you. If she takes you up on the offer, that's a perfect opportunity to bond. So yeah. I think that's a, a good one. Um, you know, offer to do something. No, because then they're going to be talking about you. They're going to take that as an opportunity to go upstairs while they're doing the dishes to talk about how you didn't offer to help do the dishes. So right. <laughs> just keep that in mind. And then the... That girl over here, she done ate our food and didn't even offer to help. I know, but steady taking us to go, Blake. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and mamas will do it. So just, uh, yeah, be mindful. And then the last but most obvious one is relax. Uh, parents can sense fear. And while it's totally normal to be nervous to meet the individuals responsible for your boyfriend being a person, being uh, your comfortable and kind self will help automatically make everyone feel a lot more at ease. Uh, while these two are important people, they are just people. And you typically have no problem interacting with people. You got this. So yes, those are the 11 ways to help ease the 
nervosity <laughs> of meeting someone's parents. Um, if you've met anybody's parents, we want to know how that went. So yes. you can email us at I'm glad I got my girls at gmail.com or hit us up on the social medias. Uh, on Twitter, we are glad I got my girls. And then on IG, we I'm glad I've got my girls, right? We the yep. whole thing. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So speaking of emailing us, it is time for I got my homegirl standing to my left and my right. Am I right? um this email is titled how long hey ladies so a friend of mine has been in a relationship for 15 years and he has yet to ask her for her hand in marriage she wants to get married and they have talked about it but nothing my friend is even considering (laughs) my friend is even considering asking her boyfriend to marry her Don't do it. Sorry, y'all. Static, static problem. Uh, I'm totally against the idea of a woman proposing to a man. I've let that be known to her on several occasions when she's asked my thoughts on the subject. In my opinion, there are some gender roles that do not need to change, period. And that's one of them. If that nigga really wanted to marry you, he would have been asked. How long would you wait for a marriage proposal? Would you consider getting on your knee, asking a man for his hand in marriage? Sign, I want to support my friend, but I can't get with you. I ain't asking no man to marry me. Period. That's all I got. Period. That's it. First of all, I feel like, well, I personally would not be in no 15-year relationship if my end game was marriage. Right. Right. Um, I feel like you know within the first six months if you can see yourself spending the rest of your life with somebody. I'm not saying a proposal. Mm-hmm. Should come at the six month mark I'm saying you know if this is somebody that you can genuinely see yourself spending the rest of your life with and at that point there's you know there may be some things you all need to work out of course you're still getting to know each other um and that sort of thing so as for Lex personally you got two years mm. I'm, I'm older um Right. And if you like, I'm okay if I think I'm okay if I don't have kids. If you want to have kids, though, that that clock is ticking. Right. <laughs> um, I'm not about to be 45 having kids. It happens. Not gonna be me. Um. So you you have two years, and if we have both discussed, and I'm also not going to date anybody who does not want to be married. If that's my mm. goal. Right. Uh. So fifteen points. No. No, and I'm damn sure I'm trying to stop cussing. Father, forgive me. I'm not getting on <laughs> nanny. <laughs> no, nigga. No, 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 no. So uh, um, I can't say like if Britt came to me and said, "Girl, me and Bradley been dating. You know, you know, we've been together for three years." And he hasn't popped the question, so I think I'm gonna go down to the to the K jeweler. And get a ring and pop the question. Me and Britt gonna have to have a, a intervention. No sis. And then if Britt does not handle that intervention and she does it well, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna support her um, because that's my homegirl. If he say no, I'm like I told your ass not to do this. <laughs> but if he say yes, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna be down to the wedding in my dress. <laughs> no. Yeah. I echo everybody's sentiment. No. 
<laughs> That's almost like that story we saw on social media about that dude finally proposing after 45 years. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell yeah. you. They must have, well, I feel like she could not have wanted to get married. And he was like, baby, please. <laughs> like, let's just get married. I feel like he wanted marriage and she didn't. I need the backstory. I do too, because 45 years. Yeah. And what? here's the thing though, right? Like people can say marriage is just a piece of paper. But then when that person dies and his mama is getting all, all his belongings and all his holdings <laughs> and um, you can't be a, you can't make medical decisions for him because you just his friend, right? <laughs> um, marriage is more than just a piece of paper. It is an act. It is an institution. So, I mean, if you want to date just to date, and you know, y'all want to just be long term partners, that's your business. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not dating anybody that I know does not want to get married. And that, that happens sometimes, right? People are very clear up front about what they want. And someone thinks that, oh, well, I'll be the one to change his mind. No. Or uh, end up like Chrissy and Jim. Exactly. He proposed and they still ain't married. <laughs> that's, mm. the number, mm. that's the chief reason not to do it, right? Like, just because you propose to him and he says yes out of sheer embarrassment doesn't mean he's actually gonna go through with the wedding because if he wanted to marry you he would have asked yeah yep especially after 15 years i'm just sitting i'm still marveling at that like i don't care if we started dating when we were 15 and we only 30 no (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's a long time i'm sorry don't tell your friend do not propose to him um, because yeah, I feel like if he wanted to marry you at this point, he would have married you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's gonna be, be damned. Like if you, you if you know all his ins and outs, and he's trying to say like there are other issues, and you still and you don't care, like you just want to be with him, then it's something else. He just don't want to marry you. <laughs> Listen, do you want to marry him or do you just want to be married? Right. So that's mm-hmm. another question to ponder. Um, but yeah, like everyone here has said, if he wants to marry you, he would ask already. So. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I mean, tell your friend, listen to this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tell a friend to tell a friend because no, 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 not ready. No. <laughs> If you guys want advice from us, please email us at I'm glad I got my girls at gmail.com. So I have a question for you ladies, which will then lead to a few fun facts. Oh, who was the first person to be casted on Living Single? Khadijah. Nope. <laughs> okay. Oh, was it? Uh Kim Field? I would have thought so too. Nope. Kim Cole? Yes. Oh, Coles, uh, I knew it wasn't um, Erica Alexander. <laughs> was the first uh, to be casted on the show. She is also the oldest female cast member. Really? Uh, yes. She oh, is okay. the only cast member to have interacted with every guest star. Really? And she has the most kissing scenes out of any cast member. Well, uh, yeah, I bet. Because her and Overton stayed kissing. Oh, and I'm about to say Overton is second. 
<laughs> yep. So wait, hold on. She's the only one to have interacted with every guest member. Every guest star. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to decide who she would have interacted with. Well, I guess. Yeah. But like when Khadijah was seeing Jasmine Guy, did she interact with her? Like, oh, that's a good question. Because I don't remember them interacting. Like, why would Sinclair oh, need to interact with her during their therapy session? To, um, didn't she come over to the apartment or something at some point? Oh, maybe I forgot that one. Oh. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I think so. Or am I mixing up Debbie Allen in a different world? Right. But I think they both. Relax, <laughs> <laughs> release, release. <laughs> Debbie Allen definitely went to Colonel Taylor and Jaleesa's house that yeah, night. But I do think that Jasmine Guy went to Khadijah's apartment okay. at some point, and I don't remember what for. Oh, okay. I have to yeah, think on that one, because, yeah, I don't remember. Because yeah. I'm really sitting here trying to think who she... Because in, in my mind, I'm like, there was no reason for her to interact with her. You know, the rest of them I could see because usually the people came to the house right. to be picked up for something or another and Sinclair was there, so. Or they were at Flavor. Or, oh yeah, they were at Flavor, you know, so. <laughs> and lastly. Plaza. <laughs> Plaza. <laughs> um, she created Woo Woo Woo. It was not in the script. Really? Oh. I was like, oh, this is genius. And that's there are things like watching the reruns back now, there are some times where I'm like, that's her comedic genius and not in the script. Like you mm-hmm. can tell it. She's she's great. She doesn't get enough. Give her her flowers. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I love to hear um, the castmates like laughing during the show. Like I was watching an episode earlier today, the episode when um, <laughs> Maxine had uh, put the wrong tape in the uh, blockbuster thing. <laughs> And you can oh, hear him feel happy in the background. It's just like this show is awesome. Like they are awesome. That was a horrible. That was a funny scene. <laughs> First of all, where did they get that call from? <laughs> like what? That whole episode. They oh child. They was really trying to get that tape when they really just could have walked up there and be like, they really could have walked up there. They <laughs> Open windows and plan D and plan E and I flashed by like three times to the west. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, Ooh, officer, good body, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got about his day. He's sitting here watching the um the movie. Meanwhile, a whole day ruined. <laughs> right. But yes, week 25, ladies. Oh, 25. Got a whole quarter in the bank. Look at that. Uh, all right. That's almost half a year. Ooh, I know. Next week will be six months. All right. Woo. Jeez That's Louise. Where has the a pandemic? <laughs> I know. We've been with y'all a long time. <laughs> I mean, for 2020, yeah, it seems like it's been a, we might as well have been saying we, it's been a year, so. Listen, it feels like it. Mm-hmm. It feels like it. But you know what? Things are getting better every day. Hallelujah. Right? Like Saturday 
we finally found out who won this election. Today mm. we found out we got a 90% effective COVID vaccine. Yes. On the yes. yes, yes. 2020 has uh, contributed to my heightened anxiety and I'm hoping the rug don't get pulled out in these last six weeks. But, you know, yeah. They on the up and up. It's almost like the world was like, okay, America, you did you did right. Here's your reward. Right. <laughs> Let's throw them a bone. <laughs> uh, if they had released those results a week ago, Oof. people would have voted for that man. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, they really would have. They would have been like, oh, he did it. And no. Right. No, he didn't do it, actually. <laughs> he did not. The scientists they believe. So, what'd you say, Britt? I'm sorry. I said the scientists he refused to believe did it. So, right. <laughs> but y'all, we not gonna bog y'all down with uh. Right. What right. Like, what they doomsday? Um, <laughs> not doomsday. We'll see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye.